Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now our story continues. Lunch was over now. Brett Cameron, Jesse Calvert, and Lily Devon had moved away from the table that had been set up at one end of Brett's living room and were now comfortably settled in easy chairs near the window that overlooked the river. The casual observer would say that the party had been successful, but the host hadn't enjoyed it. Yet at the moment, there was nothing in Mr. Cameron's attitude to indicate the state of his nerves. It seemed to him that Ben's wife, Jessie, had talked incessantly since the moment of her unexpected arrival. Lily Devon had had very little to say. Brett wondered uneasily what the blonde entertainer was thinking. Now, lighting a cigarette, Jessie exhales contentedly. My diet certainly flew out the window today. You have put on a little weight, haven't you, Jesse? I have not. Well, perhaps it's just that I haven't seen you in some time. Yes, perhaps. Oh, I've certainly gained since I came to Wakefield. Well, if you have, darling, you've certainly put it on in the right places. You know, it's a funny thing about that. About styles and figures, I mean. Since when is a good figure a question of style? Oh, but it is, definitely. For instance, take your line of work, Miss Devon, show business. Since women in that field are always considered the ideal, showgirls used to be so much smaller, daintier. That's what the men liked. But showgirls now are mostly such big creatures. Well, thank heavens. Otherwise, I'd be out of a job. Oh, I wasn't thinking of you. You aren't so very large. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. But I've got an idea. How about Mrs. Calvert and me pitching in and doing those dishes, huh? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, indeed not. Well, I won't have it. You just stay put, Lily, and look decorative. Well, I'm afraid I can't stay put any longer, Brett. I've got to get back to the hotel. And since you won't let me help with the dishes, I better get going. Well, this early? You don't have to be at the supper club until round six, do you? No, but I got a couple of new songs I want to run through. Well, try them out in Jesse and me. Piano over there. Maybe a bit out of tune. No, but... really, Brett. I got to be making tracks. Well, I, I am disappointed. I was counting on a nice long afternoon. Brett doesn't understand what it is to have a job, does he, Miss Devon? No, I'm afraid not. Uh, where'd you put my things, Brett? In that room? Yeah, I'll get them for you. Oh. Well, I guess I should be going, too, but... Oh, I feel so lazy, I hate to move. Well, Jesse, you could drop Lily off at the hotel, couldn't you, since you're the only one who has a car? Well, of course I could. Oh, thanks just the same, but I'll walk. Oh, no, Jesse won't mind. Will you, my dear? Oh, it's not far. Besides, I'd really like to. So don't bother. Well, if you're sure you don't want to wait a minute and let me take you. Yeah, I think the exercise will do me good. Nice to have seen you again, Mrs. Calvin. Oh, Miss Devon. Yeah? You do forgive me for just blundering in on yours and Brett's luncheon date. Oh, sure. All I can say is I'm glad Ben couldn't come. He'd be furious if he knew I'd done such a stupid trick as to get the days confused. <laughs> you needn't worry, Mrs. Calvin. I won't say anything. On the other hand, maybe I should tell him. It's almost too good a story on me to keep to myself. Yes, Jesse, I think Ben would be amused. 
Well, goodbye, Brad. And thanks for a very swell lunch. Goodbye, sweet. I'll give you a ring tomorrow. Okay. Goodbye. Yes, Jesse. Why don't you tell Ben about your amusing boner? I just said I thought I would. Why don't you tell him, too, about you and me? Why don't you just go right ahead and broadcast it? Why, darling, have I made you lose your temper? After all, what harm did I do? You had to set an extra place for me, but there was enough food for six people so far as that goes. Of course, I admit I may have put a crimp into the plans you had regarding that burlesque queen. <laughs> don't be so obviously jealous. Jealous isn't the correct word, Brett. Well, I imagine it's the adjective Lily's applying to you at this moment. Oh, don't be stupid. I made it quite clear to Mr. Vaughn that Ben and I both are extremely fond of you. As a matter of fact, that's quite true. Ben does like you very much. And you're fond of me, Jessine? At the moment, I don't quite know what I feel about you. When I came by early this morning, I told you I'd be back. I remember. You sounded just like an elderly woman talking to a gigolo. I'm younger than you are, Brett. All right. Jesse, I was simply talking about the way you sounded. But as a matter of fact, it's very interesting that you should refer to yourself as a gigolo. Look, would you mind awfully if we kept to the main point under discussion? I know that's expecting a great deal of a woman, but do you think if you try very hard... The main point under discussion, Brett, is the... Is the cute trick you have just pulled. I told you if you came back, you'd find me having lunch with Lily. You thought I was bluffing, didn't you? Thought I'd be too afraid to anger my benefactress, the wealthy Mrs. Calvert. Mrs. Calvert holds the purse strings. No, I didn't think you were bluffing. I expected to find Lily here. Oh, you did? Yes. Then you deliberately decided to take this means of washing everything up. Is that it? Not to wash things up, as you put it. My coming here, Brett, was simply to prove something to you. And to Lily? Oh, you can leave her out of this. We can leave Lily out of this, can't we? I suppose you think you're so dreadfully clever with that story of yours, that business of coming here alone, saying that Ben couldn't make it at the last moment. Then that wide-eyed act you put on when you discovered the table was set for two. Honestly, Jessie... Uh... Well, why should Miss Devon have reason to doubt my story? Well, let's say she doesn't. Suppose she happens to say something to Ben. After those cracks you made about her figure, I... I rather expect she will. Well, that's fine. You see, I phoned Ben. I knew he had to go to Huntsville, but I pretended I'd forgotten all about it, so I phoned. Said you'd invited us here for lunch. Naturally, he couldn't accept. And naturally, he insisted I come on without him. Ben's being very considerate these days. Hmm. Yes, darling. Oh. You see, my association with you... I've become quite an expert in the art of deception. Yes, I do see. Well, perhaps you'd better tell me just what you expected to accomplish by coming here the way you did. Suppose you tell me first what your purpose was in inviting that girl to lunch. Oh, Lord. Never mind. You don't have to explain. I know you aren't particularly smitten with Miss Devon. You threw her at me today because you were angry. Because our plans failed yesterday. Because you can only get what you want through me, and you're afraid, Brett. You're afraid I might back out. Well? No. I'm not going to. I can't. I want our life together, Brett. I want us to be... Well, the way we used to be, and... I know we'll never have it as long as Ben's alive. I may want to back out, but... I know I can't. Then why in heaven's name did you come back here today? Because of the way you talked to me this morning. I don't intend to put up with any more of your lack of consideration, such as you've been showing lately. Good Lord, Brett, we love each other. 
Let's accept that fact. Let's stop playing games. I want you, yes, but stop thinking you can frighten me by dangling Lily Devon in front of my eyes. I understand, Jesse. I'm afraid that your little experiments cost us the very things you say you want. What do you mean? Ben is going to die, Jesse. You and I know how he's going to die. You and I'll decide when. Don't talk about it. Yes, I'll talk about it, because you practically issued an invitation for Ben's death to be questioned. I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't given the whole show away to Lily Devon. How do you know? Did she say anything? No, but it seems to me she'd have to be awfully stupid not to have seen Oh, through. that's nonsense. You feel that way because you've guilty conscience. You're nervous. There was nothing out of the way about my coming here. She couldn't possibly have come to any conclusion. And at that moment, as Lily Devon crossed the bridge, she stopped, leaned against the rail, looked back toward Brett Cameron's house. Hmm. Maybe I've got a suspicious mind, but it didn't seem to me that Mrs. Calvert was very anxious to leave and drive me home. And that business about the jar of olives. Yeah, she knew right where to put her hand on them. And the way she tried to cover it up by saying she believed she remembered Brett saying that he kept them there. Hmm. I thought there was something funny during lunch. She talked too much. Jesse Calvert and Brett Cameron. <laughs> what do you know? So Jesse Calvert was wrong in reassuring Brett that everything was all right. Lily Devon does suspect them. I wonder if Lily will keep this knowledge to herself. <laughs>